And talk about Simon. We're going to speak with him now. We cross to Simon Marks, our U.S. Bureau Chief in Washington, D.C. Simon, thank you so much for joining us here in Singapore once again, keeping us updated. Great to be with you both. Let's uh, just start off with the U.S. Uh, now warning that an invasion is likely uh, into Ukraine, and it's giving American citizens uh, 24 to 48 hours to get out of the country. Yeah, it's been a very dramatic few hours uh, here in Washington that culminated with an appearance in the White House briefing room uh, by National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, uh, who clearly indicated a shift in American thinking on Ukraine, a, a, a much greater sense now that a Russian invasion of its Ukrainian neighbor uh, is uh, possible and a growing likelihood of that invasion taking place sooner rather than later, Mr. Sullivan. And said that the Russians now have all the forces that they need, a raid on the border uh, with Ukraine and also, of course, in neighboring Belarus, where the Russians have been participating uh, in military uh, exercises throughout the last uh, few days, and that the White House clearly indicated that it has seen intelligence that leads it to believe uh, that at least plans for an invasion have been drawn up. Indeed, uh, it says that that it anticipates initially substantial aerial bombardments of Ukraine accompanied by uh, a cyber offensive that would then lead to a very substantial ground invasion of Ukraine. And Mr. Sullivan went so far uh, as to suggest in his briefing uh, that Russian forces could go all the way to the Ukrainian capital, Kiev, and topple the government of President Volodymyr Zelensky there. Uh, he has announced, or rather the Pentagon has announced, that another 3,000 American troops are being deployed to Poland from the 82nd Airborne Division. This is an additional 3,000 on top of the 3,000 troops that were uh, deployed in Europe over the last few days. And remember, the Biden administration still has 8,500 troops on standby uh, to join the NATO reaction force if NATO uh, requests their uh, transport to Ukraine. But every indication here uh, now uh, that preparations are intensifying for a possible invasion and then the imposition of American sanctions that that would result in. Simon, we now also have heard that President Biden will be communicating with Vladimir Putin personally. Tell us more. Yes, President Biden has left the White House now to spend the weekend at Camp David. Second weekend on the trot that he will be there, doubtless communicating uh, with his national security officials throughout the weekend with his allies and partners in Europe. And we now know holding an all-important phone call with President Vladimir Putin on Saturday morning here in Washington, Saturday night, uh, their Singapore time, the Russians apparently uh, suggested that the call should take place on Monday, but the White House pushed back, uh, saying that time was absolutely of the essence and they thought the call needed to take place uh, much faster than that. So it is taking place uh, on Saturday. And all of this coming at a time when the United States is telling American citizens, of whom there are uh, estimated to be upwards of uh, 30,000 uh, in Ukraine, that they need to get out of the country for their own safety. The White House saying uh, that over the next 24 to 48 hours, American citizens should use all available commercial routes uh, out of the country because 
there is, in the words of National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, no prospect of American troops being sent in after a Russian invasion begins to mount a kind of Afghan-style evacuation of any American citizens or other foreign nationals that want to escape a marauding Russian army. And we're told that the State Department is going to spend the weekend personally reaching out to thousands of American citizens across Ukraine and delivering that message to them directly and urging them to get on their way. So key decisions for President Biden this weekend, Simon. And of course, he's got Afghanistan hanging over his head as well. Yeah, and I think that there's no question that the administration's response to Ukraine has been largely framed by a desire uh, to avoid another sort of botched uh, strategic campaign like the one that we saw uh, in Afghanistan. So the president was absolutely implacable in uh, an interview that he gave to NBC that will be airing actually on Super Bowl Sunday here in the United States uh, about uh, what he would do if there were Americans that got stuck behind uh, Russian lines in Ukraine. And he said there were no circumstances under which he would send U.S. troops in to get them out. He said we wouldn't even be able to uh, know where to find them. He said we would be dealing uh, with a crazy and unpredictable situation uh, that he described as a possible world war. So he sent a very clear message to uh, Americans not to expect a repeat of the operation that the U.S. did mount at Hamid Karzai International Airport in Afghanistan. And I was uh, communicating tonight with one former uh, top U.S. Uh, State Department official uh, who was expressing the view that, you know, it's pretty clear that the White House approach to Ukraine is to some extent conditioned by the experience that they uh, suffered in Afghanistan last August. And it's definitely dealing uh, leading to a much greater state of preparedness uh, for uh, the eventuality of a, U a Russian invasion of Ukraine and clearer warnings to Americans voiced now by the president himself uh, of the need to get out of the country. Well, it's just one crisis after another for President Biden, isn't it, Simon? Uh, this time, the trucking protests in Canada, he threatens to launch a freedom convoy in the U.S. as well. Uh, yeah, well, the, it, it seems pretty apparent that the far right here in the United States uh, is going to seek to franchise that freedom convoy that is besieging uh, the Canadian capital of Ottawa. Uh, there are plans, according to the Department of, Department of Homeland Security, which has warned uh, police forces across the country for an American version of that convoy, demanding an end to vaccine mandates and uh, pushing back at what the right here sees as President Biden's curtailing of personal freedoms in America could make its way across the country, leaving Los Angeles possibly as early uh, as this weekend. The president, meanwhile, has been on the phone to Justin Trudeau, the Canadian prime minister, because those freedom convoy protesters on the Canadian side of the border have also started blockading bridges and border crossings between the U.S. and Canada, uh, including one bridge uh, that sees hundreds of millions of dollars worth of trade pass across it each day. And the White House says that the Canadian prime minister promised President Biden that laws will be uh, imp uh, implemented uh, governing 
making sure that those roadways are kept open. So it could well be that we see uh, some pretty substantial drama in Canada over the next few days as well as the authorities there seek to push back against those protests and basically end the occupation of Ottawa uh, that has uh, shaken Canadians and inspired uh, many Americans on the far right here who now seek to emulate those protests. Simon, thank you so much for speaking to us here and keeping us updated and uh, talk to you again tomorrow. Talk to you then. Thanks. We've been speaking with Simon Marks, our U.S. Bureau Chief in Washington, D.C.